blossom into something else. We were never actually, we weren't very close our freshman year, I would say. It was more, what? I think when we moved into the house, we realized we had a lot of similarities. And differences. Yeah, and differences, (laughs) yeah. He's a Giants fan, I'm a Cowboy fan. Oh, man. You, Chicago, like, through and through? Yeah, Bears fan. So, (laughs) I don't even want to... You know, get into that right now. But I think what we do want to do is introduce yeah. our next guest. How do you take away? Uh, yeah, so episode number 37 now, I believe. Um, we are joined here with our very special guest, Tim Plowman. Tim, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks. Um, so I remember the first night I met you, actually, we were in U of I, and my buddy John, who you remember him? Yeah. I don't know if you know. So uh, so that's great. So John was off his rocker, yeah. having a, one of his normal nights, yeah. and and Tim was there. He had showed up. I, were you, I, I were got you, there pretty late. Yeah, he got there late, so he he hadn't had his money, yeah. and he started talking about his job and what he does. And John was like, "Dude," like, <laughs> and John was blown away by him, like blown away. Like when when Tim left, like John had nothing but nice things to say. He's like, "That's incredible," like that's incredible. So that's kind of why um, so I felt like we could get Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough, man. I uh, I mean, honestly, yeah, it was hard, but I think I would have had more difficulty doing something I wasn't interested in. Right? That's all it is. It's just what I'm interested in. So, so aerospace is something you've been like you wanted to go into very early. Not really. Um, I got interested in physics a okay. lot when I was young, but I mean, really, my whole life, all I thought about was like sports. Honestly, just like okay. everybody else. I'm not like some kid that was launching model rockets when I was little and like, but I just, you know, uh, didn't have cable. So, you know, watch like TBS documentaries. Yeah. And, uh, like if you've heard of Brian Green, he like did these cool like Nova documentaries on physics. And I was like, man, that's amazing. So that started to, you know, plant the seed in my mind that this is something I was interested in. So and a lot of people really that do engineering get interested in physics first, but I think. The thing, the thing is, I, I know a lot of engineers. My dad's an engineer. A few of my best buddies are engineers. Mm-hmm. And one thing I found is common is like, most engineers like end up three years in and they're like, I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. So, you know, you're one of the few that like, oh, wait, you like what you're doing, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's a good point. I actually, so I, I didn't get into engineering at U of I at okay. first. I was a physics major. Okay. I well I so I, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do with I knew I liked physics and I liked math in school. So that's what a lot of people mm-hmm. are like. And so I applied a bunch of schools, you know, aerospace or mechanical and physics. And at U of I uh, I got into physics and you know, I say I didn't get in, which I wasn't didn't have the grades or scores as most people, sure, but sure. also most of my my essay was all about how my interest in physics, so that also could play into it a little bit. Right. Uh, so then for the first two years, I stayed in physics. I was going to transfer to aerospace at first, but then I realized I really liked what I was doing. Okay. But then once I got to the end of my sophomore year, I started looking for internships and jobs and realized... Although, yeah, I really love learning about this physics stuff, and like I love all my classes. When you go up to an engineering company, they're looking for an aerospace or a mechanical engineer. Right. So it wasn't necessarily what I was doing and what I loved, but it was like, all right, this is what I know I want to do later in life, so I'm gonna do it. And I still, and I ended up loving all. And I mean, most of that is physics. Exactly. I mean, you're you're branching a lot of different things, but. 
And then you add on to it other things that you don't do in theoretical physics, like like hands-on problem solving and stuff, and that's always exciting, right? Mm -hmm. Even for physics people. You mentioned that you kind of knew what you wanted to do, because you just mentioned how the places you were interviewing for, they were looking for mechanical and aerospace. So what made you kind of want to do or go into that route, and like how soon did you know that that's what you wanted to do? Uh, I mean, really seeing what's going on in the space industry is what got me excited. Um, always like thinking about the Apollo program was always really exciting to me when I was younger too. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the space shuttle and, and all that stuff. And just thinking about, you know, watching sci-fi movies and thinking about how could, how could we do that kind of stuff? That was always exciting to me. So really, you know, building things and doing that kind of space was always really exciting to me. So that's why I was looking for those kinds of companies. So what do you think about companies like, like, like space, SpaceX? Is that like the creme de la creme of, of an engineering student? Are they like really trying to go to Tesla SpaceX's or? Yeah, so yes, SpaceX is an awesome place to work, I'm sure. Um, I know some people that have worked there, but it's also the place where, you know, they push you hard. Right. I know, you know, people that work there that, you know, didn't like it as much, which is good. That's the kind of place I would like to work. But I think the thing, yes, SpaceX would be awesome. NASA would be awesome. Right, right. right. There's so many more exciting companies out there that people don't know about that yeah, are really I, I getting me excited. Yeah, because all I've heard about is fucking SpaceX right. and NASA. So, and what, 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 so what's going on in this You hear space? about SpaceX for a few reasons. Um, so, Elon Musk, right. you know, number one, mm -hmm. rich guy, makes a company. Yeah. That's always exciting. Same, that's, that's the only reason you hear about Blue Origin, too. Right. I guess the second reason that you hear about these two companies is and Virgin Galactic, which is mm -hmm. the other I forget his name right now. Uh, Branson. Branson, yeah. Uh, they're they're all human travel. All the other companies, not all of them, but most of the other companies that actually are going to be you know successful, um, at least right now, don't do human space flight. So they're sending up satellites all the time, and we don't know about it. We don't hear about it as much. But you know, a company like Rocket Lab, uh, you know, was started in the early 2000s, and they've now launched uh, over like 150 satellites into orbit. But what are, what's like the purpose of the, are we talking like Starlink type type deal? Or? So, um, I'm sure there are. It's hard to keep up with the amount of stuff going on, and just you can just let your imagination run wild with all these stuff that satellites can do, but the first thing that happened, and the biggest thing, were all these companies doing imaging. And a lot of people okay. get confused when I say that, because they think, well, when I was little, I looked at Google Earth and I already saw my house. So right, what yeah. else is there to do? Right. right? Okay. Those were updated every six months maybe. Sure. And there's these massive satellites up there that you like every time you want to send up a new one, it's a year few year long project, right? Now it's it's a few different technologies, you know, electronics are tiny now. So a company there's one company called Planet, which I think is the biggest one, and they update imagery um, like seven times a day. Right? Wow. So you can start to think about why people might want to do things like that. Not, surveillance is what people think about the first time, but then when you like think about it a little more, you know, tons of farmers want right. to look at like update constantly. And then what what else is there? There's people that want to know what farmers are doing, investors, people that want to know if a plant is running, people that want to know what's going on, you know, lots so of So there's like compliance. Yeah. Things that go into would a company like Palantir fall into this category? What's it called? Palantir. I've never probably heard of not. It. Then if if you haven't, but well, it's, it's maybe it's like a it, they they sell like it's a software company, so not necessarily a space company, but uh, 
like they deal with satellite imagery and like they were yeah this cool. this company was doing some stuff with the U.S. government with Ukraine and stuff because they had obviously there's a tense situation over there yeah. and it's like really important because Starlink got set up over there because they didn't have internet because the mm. Russians shot it down yeah Starlink got set up was the only internet they had over there so I think I mean I think that's, that's kind of cool man. Pro- I mean a lot of these and then it's what branches off of that too is exciting these companies like Planet and um, all the other ones you know they're not only satellite companies they're artificial intelligence companies that now before back in like the old days when they had to they got a little bit of film of russia they wanted to monitor in the cold war from these imaging satellites and everybody had to use a magnifying glass to look at it and now it's real now it's like you can't people can't look at all these images Mm -hmm. they need computers to analyze because they're getting so many images every day out of you know the tens of companies that are taking images there's so much stuff and if you want to i mean I saw one thing which is still blows my mind where there is these um, like oil barrels in the water mm. and they could tell through their images how much oil was in there based on how much it was sinking and the shadow in the uh, water right so wow. they knew how much oil is there so that's all computers right nobody's taking measurements on a little like counting the pixels right right that's computers analyzing all of these images so when you say these satellites are going in orbit how far are we talking like, how is, are there satellites in orbit closer to Mars or closer mm. to other planets? Like, what is the, what's kind of the distance on that? Yeah, so, that's a good question. These are all in low Earth orbit, which, okay. uh, I gotta look up what the mileage is on that. But it's, so, they're, I think, around 200 kilometers. I, I don't remember, what, you have to do the conversion on okay. that. Maybe yeah. 150. I know the board, the space, you know, what they consider the border is 100 kilometers. So I think low Earth orbit satellites, if you look up what ISS is, is orbiting at, that's what it'll be in miles. Okay. What is ISS? That's super yeah. interesting. And so with like... But so there, there are... There's 250 miles. 250 miles, okay. So Travels 17,500 miles per hour. That's incredible. Yeah, that's so what, it, what it's doing is, you know, it's, it's in free fall. It's just missing near. It's going so far laterally that it just misses. Right, so that's the thing. So if you're in orbit, you're just constantly falling. Right. It's just the point at the zero point of where you're falling is constantly right. changing. There's just no reaction force on you because Got you're it. missing. The, it's just like if you were, you know, if you were in free fall, that's what you would feel like when you're in orbit. See, I liked physics. I just sucked at math. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I said, I come from that's engineers. Like my dad's electrical engineer. Right? Yeah. So there's like, I, you gotta tell me this in terms of because you're now in like top tier engineering which is aerospace engineer but is there like this like because like i had a buddy who's in chemical right there's like this cult that gets built <laughs> between like the top tier engineers where like mechanical chemical and aerospace yeah. are all like you know giving each other fist bumps down the hallway like <laughs> a sign of respect and then civil engineering shows up <laughs> and you're already laughing so i can tell this is a thing yeah. you guys are relentless on civil engineers and just any engineer that's not in this little basket. Oh, uh, I know. You know what? I'm. I really am against that. I did. <laughs> it's, it's a political position. But I did give my. You know who I? Not necessarily the civil. You know a little bit. But the people that I gave shit to were people that were systems engineers. Okay. That their parents are making them do engineering, but they want to do finance. Okay. And they're like, and then they go out and tell people they're doing engineering. I'm like, all right, every elective you have, you are not taking an engineering course. They're just, you know, grinding through. You're not an engineer. There's another group of guys that you guys would make fun of, too, that I felt bad for. was all the finance guys who ended up leaving from engineering. Like, yeah. Oh. 
didn't want to do, do this anymore. I'm like, hey, respect, you know, because they're, they're on my side of the camp yeah, now. Right. Meanwhile, you guys are like, oh, you could make it. You could cut it out here. <laughs> I know. I don't like that at all. It I is tough. Like, it is tough to Because, like, it, like I said before, it's that just happens to be what they're interested in. They're not any right. smarter than anybody else. Same with me. Right, right, right. If I wanted to do accounting, I would not be good at that. It's just, this is No, what, and I think it gets I, to a point, it gets to a, a really big emphasis where it gets to a point where, like, it, you really do have to kind of like. Yeah. Or enjoy what you're doing because I mean you're you're the type of physics you're doing you're not doing like your senior year of high school no you know physics yeah. like, that's the last time I remember doing physics was mm. my senior year of high school yeah. and it was pretty like it was pretty simple stuff you know but like also your basic accounting class like if I were to walk in there I'd be like right you know but I think a lot of kids go into this stuff man thinking like I don't know what, what are they chasing the bag because there is there are dollar signs on your industry from the get they say you're gonna make 150 160 straight out of college and yeah um, there might be a lower or a higher floor uh, gotta be. the ceiling yeah I don't think is as high though okay right unless you know of course it's always outliers. There's people that start their own companies. So ceiling, we're talking Tesla. And well, yeah, like okay, there's well, there's not not just the people that work there, but like the people that are at you know at the top there, you know the head that run the companies. That, that are, yeah, that are in charge. You know, of course, those people. But there's all the other. I, I don't really honestly know what the salaries are, but I, I have a feeling that the the ceiling is lower for the average engineer versus business. And that's not, that's, not, that's a common problem though in engineering. It's a common problem in my industry too, where it's like a lot, it just predisposed, right? A lot of and you're like you're one of the most outgoing engineers I've only met with you for ten minutes, like you know a lot of engineers just don't can't communicate. Yeah. And at a certain point, like you could you could have multiple Elon Musk level ideas, but if they can't get communicated, I feel like that's the ceiling. Mm. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. I and mean, it has nothing to do with engineering. Yeah. A lot of these, a lot of engineers, you know, are, you know. They're not like hard to communicate with, sure. And they all are usually just normal people, um, right? But this thing that I really enjoy doing is thinking hard about. So a lot of the, the courses, I guess, the hard thing about, especially aerospace, mm. is the constant prerequisite things you need to learn to keep building and building. And at the top, it feels like this person is like out there genius but really it's just you kept learning every year and if you miss something that's where these people can't make it anymore right, right? How, how does your coursework work like at u of i like you have your two years of normal gen ads but what are you taking yeah. in your gen black co-ops or, or uh some people do co-ops i didn't but yeah there's i mean so aerospace is pretty pretty hard you know it's really hard to to deviate um from the coursework there they've got specific set of classes that you have to take mm -hmm. and you know if you don't take these you're kind of screwed so, so you're obviously else. you're going in the highest level of physics right how far do you go in like well chemistry i don't know and the other it, it, i guess a branch right the highest level of if some people might think highest level of physics is you know a theoretical physicist working on some sort of quantum mechanics string theory right right okay. so it's more specialized and then my level is not the highest level of physics it's applying mostly known physics some engineers are exploring new physics but trying to figure out how to make it uh into some sort of product or maybe not even a product but how to use it in the world so i you, would you say it's one of the more entrepreneurial uh, levels of engineering then well it's all engineers not just aerospace uh, but even yeah. a theoretical physicist can like they can create the idea right but i feel like like for aerospace we i think we think of like guys building 
you know, rockets, F-50 bombers. Theoretical theoretical physicists are pretty much exclusively university uh, professors. Okay. Is that something you ever thought about, or? Yeah, it's something I thought about uh, after doing my. I'm in my second year, my master's. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm not doing a PhD at this point. Yeah, yeah. I really want to get out there uh, and do some do some work. So when you start, when you get out there, what type of places are you looking like? Those satellite companies that we were talking about earlier. Or do you want to work for like the NASA? The, the satellites are interesting. Um, I I think mostly like the new launch vehicle companies. Okay. That, like, you. you haven't heard of uh, that I think are exciting and a lot of them are probably going to fail but explain it's them. still exciting okay, so you have I guess the idea now is getting to space cheap right that's what okay. everybody wants to do that's what the like the revolution is small and cheap that's why we can do this now it's mm-hmm. not just Elon Musk decided and now everyone wants to run after him he built the reusable rocket now he can reduce the cost tenfold because he's reusing it right but where, where do we go man well, you I see, mean, Mars is habitable. I mean, that thing looks like it's a, quite a few construction projects away yeah. from being habitable. You mm-hmm. know, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, the people. I mean, some of these guys want to send bulldozers and and equipment to bulldozer. Mars, and like they want to just fuck really, up the ecosystem. I mean, uh, yeah, that that would take a long time. But really, like build domes and crap like that. Like, so stuff like the movie, the movie The Martian. Mm-hmm. Is, is that what they're trying to do? Yeah, I mean, those guys are like NASA astronauts. They're right. not living there. But, but that's, that's who yeah. you'd send up. Sure. That, that, what, yeah. What's the time frame on this, do you think? How, how realistic in our lifetime do you think we see somebody on Mars? Oh, absolutely. Wow. In our, absolutely. Absolutely. So like you're saying next 25 years now? Yes, yes. Wow. Wow. That's fucked. At least... It should take, what, three months? Yeah, that's Three months right. to get to Mars. I don't remember the exact numbers. But. I watched a lot of movies. Okay, uh, The Martian. I really... I love The Martian. I love that actually. movie. The... Well, you like Total Recall? I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He goes to Mars. Okay. Oh right, <laughs> I need to see that. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a fucking action movie. Three it's months. It really has nothing to do with it, but. Three months, and I'm assuming the first what ten years is all research. I mean, we're breaking rock. Right. It's, it's we're just smashing shit, trying to collect and just yep. figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And well, they've done a lot of that with rovers. There's been I don't know ten, mm-hmm. at least U.S. rovers plus other ones that have gone out there doing research and that's the funny thing about like humans is most of the stuff that scientists want to do they don't want to send humans all the stuff they want to do all the research they want to do can be done with collect some rocks, stuff. yeah they want to but then there's <laughs> it's the whole political thing of getting there um, yeah. and you know putting a foot on the on mars you know that's huge for the world of mm-hmm. course and so you think you'd be like another race. once once it gets to a point where people start it starts collecting for government saying like okay we Moon can race we can do that it'll be another one well when i say political i don't mean like it could it could be it could be that but i mean like you know it's it's not the science that's it, although it's fun for engineers to want to get there yeah it's it's mostly just the human humans want to achievement go, want achievement yeah. sure yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely it's and eventually, hopefully, you know, habit like habitable. But that's I don't know how long that that I can't I can't give you a number on that. Besides Mars, what's the only? There's, that's the only one in our solar system, right? That's like Venus is the problem. Like Venus is close, and it's it's like an Earth that went crazy with uh, climate change yeah. kind of thing. Really? So sounds like a theoretically, um, well, theoretically, you know, if you wanted to spend a thousand years, which isn't a long time on you know in space scale yeah. uh you know d trying to break down some of that atmosphere then venus would actually be better but you know that's just not 
that's like tens of or hundreds of generations working together. Probably right. not, not going to happen. So there, <laughs> there's evidence that there was life on Venus? No. Or well, that it was oh, whoa. similar to Earth? No. Well, okay, so they, you're, you're referring to like where they saw those gases? Yes. And it looks like... So, but they, they saw gases from on Venus's, in Venus's atmosphere that we have only ever seen... Um, created we can't we've never seen them created naturally other than by biological um, like beings or plants or something okay so right? okay got so it. that's what it is we've seen this thing like whoa that isn't just something that's you know there's all these different um, compounds that like fuel that you just all this carbon that sticks under the earth for thousands of years right. and then you get this gas that comes up they see that okay no big deal that can be created just by stacking stuff up or these atoms running into each other spontaneously but the thing that they think they saw, and this was a one-time thing, so it's, you know, they hope it's true, but, you know, you have to do some more studies, is something that they've only seen created by a bio, bio I don't know what they call it. Oh, an organism. An organism, sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even know that. Right. They found stuff on Venus? Wow. Okay. And then they found single-cell organisms on Mars, correct? No. Not yet? No. No, That's that right. would be pretty amazing. That, that would be, water, that water would be uh, ice. Yeah, there's okay. ice. So okay. Mm-hmm. Explain that though. That makes no sense to me. Consider isn't Mars closer to the sun? Correct. No. no Mars, Mars is, is, is further. further. Yeah, Mars is yeah. further. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a perpetual winter there. It's all desert though, right? Desert. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Sounds like a good time. You know, I'll go. I, you know what? I don't know. Strap me up. Three months. It's eating uh, that whatever the hell they they make you eat in, in well, a rocket. And the food would not be great. <laughs> I mean, you go right. <laughs> You totally go. Um, yeah, after after a few after a life's a life song's worth of work. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go in the first one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nah, you don't want to be the chest on me. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I think the the you know the rockets would they'd be flying would be uh, yeah the Challenger. That's a whole different. Story. I mean, at least better to blow up here than blow up somewhere over there. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because then they could find you. So, what's the hierarchy like for an engineer? Because that's something that, it, like, in the business world, it's very, like, set in stone. Like, you know what kind of rank you need to get depending on what industry you're in. Like, accounting, you start as a... Yeah, associate. man, I see these guys in chemical. They get their first job, and they're all of a sudden, like, I think they're building bombs. Like, I feel like they <laughs> yeah. got promoted five times. Yeah, so, like, what's the... How's the, like, hierarchy work within, you know, I, like, a satellite company like that? I, I don't know. Um, You'll find out, huh? Yeah, I'll find out. I mean, I did an internship with an engineering company that uh, did a lot of automotive stuff. Okay. And, like... Yeah, there's there's all these different levels, senior engineer and all these names where it's like, what do they mean? Yeah. It's just, you know, okay, you're ready for a pay raise, you're ready to have an intern work for you. I don't really know what the responsibility level is. You know, Elon honest. said something about that, because they're like, really? you're the CEO, right? He's like, you're the CEO of Tesla. He goes, I mean, I just put that label on there, like, none of my guys have labels. Yeah. Like, I just tell them to do shit. <laughs> like, it's such a G right there. But anyway, like, yeah, he's like... I could call it Chief Unicorn. Like, I think he tried to make it the actual filing with the SEC is Chief Unicorn Officer. <laughs> Just as a joke, because he says it's all, they're all made up. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you need you, there's some sort of hierarchy somewhere. Yeah, everywhere. Some, some dude's taking all the credit. Mm-hmm. Most of these satellite companies are located in the south, correct, too? Closer to the equator? Is that a thing, or? Well, you mean the rocket? So these these are launch yeah. vehicle companies okay. I think you're talking okay. about. So that's what they, they're rocket companies. I don't know why I'm getting... 
But like I don't know, we call them launch vehicle companies. Because no, that's fine. Use that. Technical terms. They yeah, take term. they're taking a payload and they're launching it into orbit or to further. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, the other thing is they don't always make the you know propulsion. That's one of the other new things is man, NASA always handmade every piece of the rocket. Now they're outsourced. Now there's you know there's companies that are just going to make rocket engines, and that'll help make other companies more successful because right. there aren't enough propulsion spe- like people that are expert in rocket propulsion to build, to build the 50 or but there was never demand right there was no demand for this shit right. for like four, so maybe years. maybe there'll be more people coming out of school that know more about propulsion hopefully so you think there needs to be more funding then to get more projects going is that the thing or well i think there needs to be more people uh trying to study this kind of stuff in school so is there a shortage then if for, for what for what you're yeah. saying to project it of the amount of labor needed mm-hmm. of your skill set to build these rockets. There's a big shortage then in school. Well, that's what I that's what I'm hearing. So we'll see next year when I look for a job or the, you know right. later this year that that's <laughs> true. The market, At yeah. least if I'm qualified to get a job or not. Well, I mean, also regardless. goes into it. Um, but yeah, uh, at least this is what I've heard from professors that I, I've worked with said like there's for every one person that got a, a job in the aerospace industry that they needed three more. Wow. It's always good. Yeah. yeah. Always good to be in a So that's what's exciting. And yeah, so I guess what I was getting back to before about all these new companies, mm-hmm. um, there's one company, so the one Rocket Lab, so SpaceX launches, lands their rockets. Uh-huh. They have big ones that they can do all this extra, they can have all this extra stuff on it where they can re, you know, have extra fuel and everything and they can take humans. Rocket Lab, smallest rocket in history. Um, when there's nothing in, like there's no propellant inside of it or anything, you can actually, I don't know, it's not light, but people can actually lift it up. It's 59 feet tall. Um, it works. That's, that's what? crazy. It works. Yeah, and it, they've taken over like 150 satellites to orbit. That's incredible. And, but these satellites are tiny now. It's crazy. Right. They're not like these huge things yeah. that we used to think of. They're just, I mean, yeah. maybe some of the GPS ones still are. I mean, you remember, you remember like when you would back up your computer... And like you would have to buy this like yeah this little device yeah. that was like two terabytes and now two terabytes is this yeah you know it's probably less for probably. the new chips but you were saying you were talking about EVs uh, cars oh wait wait uh, like electric cars is there like does aerospace ever touch any of that stuff um like comp- like the new companies like Rivian or any of that stuff so like, I guess yeah so. Aerospace engineers work for car companies because for, you know, they do wind tunnel testing. Okay. Um, for the cars. Okay. The other thing is, any mechanical engineer, not I mean, can work for an aerospace company. An aerospace engineer can do mechanical engineering. Right. Okay. okay. There's so, so much crossover. Work. You know, we work, like study more fluid mechanical stuff. Okay. And uh, they might do more statics and structural and things, but, you know, there's tons of crossover and really, you know. The basics, all the basic stuff's there where you can go off and, and learn about that new thing. So, yeah, there's um, aerospace engineers I know have gone to work for, you know, those kinds of companies. Yeah, I mean, because naturally, I, I don't know, I just, maybe you think differently, but in that same time frame we're talking about going, having someone go to Mars, <laughs> I mean, what kind of cars are we seeing on the road in 25 years? Right. You know, now, I mean, like... There's fucking Teslas everywhere. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everywhere. And we're not <laughs> even, like, all the hybrid stuff that's come out, too. Like, that, that's a game changer for sure. But, like, the amount of electric cars now. Ford Broncos, 
out on the road. I've seen a yeah. ton of those. Yeah. You've seen a ton of those new Ford Broncos on the road. Do you know anything about that, like where that's going, or like? I'm not. Uh, I don't know as much about it. You just build rockets. <laughs> yeah. I haven't built any rockets yet. I just want to be clear that I have not really done much at all. <laughs> neither, I, neither, you guys we, are neither making, we. You guys are neither, making me seem like I'm no, super. No, li- listen. Neither successful. we, and we talk like we fucking just, run just the world. Just you know. Yeah. I, yeah. That stuff's always cool, but I can't yeah. understand it. I mean, listen. To be fair to most people, like that we know have a degree in something and they can't really explain much of what they're doing. I have a master's degree, right? Yeah. I have a master's degree in accounting. I would say yeah. I'm a smart guy, but if you were to like put me up there as some expert, no. Yeah, like <laughs> No, 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 no. Like most well, people I'm can't not an expert either. Most right. people can't explain the things you're explaining as eloquently as you are. Right yeah, now. like we don't I'm just sure. you're doing you know, like you, like you said it's one for 3 for jobs, like it's probably one for 100 that I need <laughs> that are aerospace fucking engineers. Probably one in a thousand or you know, like it's it's a new area that if, if, if you know what's kind of coming from a business perspective, I mean, like, that's, that's what you were getting at too before. It's like, yeah. the real ceiling is, is that, is yeah. finding those holes, especially in your area where it's like, I could go work for who mm-hmm. or do yeah. what. Right. But, I, I wanted to ask you one thing, because one of the conversations we had at U of I that got John going was your black hole theory. Or like what how, was that? Like you, you basically, remember. you were explaining a black hole and what it is and like how i think we got like into talking about how black hole can take you to different dimension or so like what's huh. well, stuff like, from interstellar is real. i don't yes. know i don't so, know how much of this i was going into or it was, this is it, stuff john was asking it, and i was trying to clear up <laughs> this was probably john asking a lot of questions as well as brian both of them were asking a ton of questions but um explain in the best way you can what a black hole is because that's one okay. of the most interesting things that... I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Um, so, I guess it's... You have uh, what gravity is, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like what Einstein you know, theorized. And all this black hole stuff comes from Einstein. Newton's, really? Newton's physics don't even go come close to black holes. Um, so... Not only is you know gravity is is attractive force right? We have mm-hmm. it, mass attracts other mass, and we have enough mass, then you can actually feel it. Where we don't feel anything because we're relatively small. But the Earth's so big, it small, pulls us down. Yeah, in right. the universe. Now, so that those gravity equations uh, involve the radius of that, or like we'll call you know the distance across for that right from body, the middle to the for the body the, right and the mass of it. So Einstein kind of imagines when you s- stick a ball on like a sheet that the ball pulls the sheet down and then that's, that's why that stuff is rolling down. And then when you're going to orbit something, imagine throwing a marble around it and it just kind of flowing around. Okay, but that's why you see that picture of like that, that little sunken mm-hmm. hole in the middle. Okay, that's what Einstein's talking yeah. about. Well, now, I mean, you can't really imagine it, but that, all that stuff is actually happening in 3D and we're looking at it in 2D. So right. that's okay. not at super accurate, but that's the idea. Okay. And a, a black hole, um, imagine that it's just so heavy, the radius and the mass are at the, uh, enough where it's a small mass, a mass, a large mass in a small place where it actually just rips through that sheet and it's pulling it all the way down to infinity. And once you go down, you can never get back up. Okay. So what's this whole thing about moving, moving through like wormholes yeah, and stuff? I don't. Come from well, those? I think I think that what that's what you're getting to. Probably yeah. So there worm. There's are there's also wormhole theories. Now all the black hole stuff where if you go into a black hole and 
you go come out another dimension, right? That's kind of like speculative. Okay. I don't think there's any like mathematical evidence or not much that says that's true, but um, there is like mathematics that say that you could technically in our universe have some sort of wormhole where, you know, what they did in Interstellar. You put the paper right. together and you poke it through. And that's what space is a tangible thing. Really what kind of Einstein's genius is that space isn't just nothing. It's not empty. It's a tangible thing that we interact with and can be formed and, and uh, can move and things like that. Okay, but you're saying it's tangible, so you're saying there's something outside of space. Well, that's something that is, uh, yeah, a lot of... In general, right, right. But there's a lot of, the, we don't there's a lot of human history that theory is, behind is, is that. that even a que- is that even the right question? We don't even know what... what I say we, I'm not a physicist. Right, right, right. That's some question that physicists, they're looking for the right question, because what does it mean to be outside of the space Right, because you're saying it's tangible, meaning right. like... Well, it can be... Well, physical? Well, no, but like... I feel like what it's saying is like, then there's another object outside of space, right? Because I mean, like, if you're saying space is is it's is like tangible, it's a thing. thing, right? Yeah. So what's what's outside the thing? Like you're saying, like it, the ball falls through and it just keeps going, right? Right. And I feel like the age old question is just, well, where the fuck does it's it just, go? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then I think right now the word is infinity because it's like, you know, no, no. yeah, like. Uh, the sewer may as well be infinity because you know how the fuck you're gonna get out, right? Like it's like, like what what is the other thing that's there? That's I guess that's we'll find out. I guess we probably you know what I know for a fact we won't find that out. <laughs> I don't no. think I don't think that's something that will. Well, I don't know. That's there. There are I think there are questions that we can never answer. Definitely. Right. Right. And like you know what's outside of our universe might be one of them. Do you what's, know where the closest black hole is? Uh, it's I think it's at the center of the Milky Way. Which is pretty far. Yeah. Okay. Far. You know, maybe it, that's probably, I don't know. How many light years? I'm trying to think about, uh, I'm going to just throw a number out there, like thousand, like it's, it's too far for us to go to. Okay. All um, right. One, one of the last few questions I have in terms of space, are we getting like these rockets that we're sending up, how much faster are they getting in terms of travel time? Has the travel time changed? Cause they said three huh. months to Mars, like when I was watching Bill Nye yeah. and they said three months to Mars in 2015. And I mean, yeah. I know it's only been 10 years and that that's not that long of time, but like mm-hmm. w- where is like the whole, like if we want to get to like maybe send a rocket to Jupiter or something like, yeah, how are we getting these, you building that's these, uh, a more difficult question than I, so, okay. When a rocket is trying to get out of the earth's atmosphere, I don't think that there's been much, you know, it's pretty much, the same. They they become more efficient, and um, probably better trajectories and things. But I don't think that their speed has really, you know, they're using pretty much the same fuel. I'm sure it's a little better. Yeah. Um, but then when you watch them, you know, they they separate. They've gone out of the Earth's atmosphere. They've gotten to the velocity they want to get to, and then they hit like a third stage, and then that starts putting them onto the trajectory, whether it's a low Earth orbit, you know, a high Earth orbit, onto Mars, onto the Moon, onto somewhere else. And then that lets it go, and it's pretty much just letting it fly. Right. There's pretty much nothing on there. Now, there are, you know, thrusters you can put on those. There's now, there's a lot of electric propulsion that has been developed, too. Kind of just. Yeah. Um, But if you want to go to Mars, and, like, you have, and you want to go there really, really fast, okay? I want the express lane to Mars. You know, (laughs) what happens when you get there is the question. 
So if you have gone built up, you're building up speed the entire so time. So how do you slow down? Yeah, exactly. Got it. Yeah. Uh, right. So you need, and Mars's atmosphere is super thin. So you have a very small margin of error to slow yeah. down. You, Otherwise, you're you just crashing. Have, right. So, I mean, I guess you could, you know, burn the whole time, turn it around, and slow down. But then you're adding a lot of extra do a, fuel. Just do a Tokyo drift in that thing, you know, <laughs> yes. with that thing around you. I mean, that's a ton of extra fuel you're burning right. the whole time. Um, yeah, so that's the idea there. That's, and there's a lot of more nuance that goes into it, but that's incredible. of course. But yeah, wow. um, dude, you like <laughs> that shit's so cool. I literally I'm, yeah. I do counting all day. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's talking about going to other planets, and we're like, I'm reading fuck. some minute tax law somewhere in Oklahoma. He's <laughs> yeah. like, how do we get this rocket yeah. to Mars? Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, I've been seeing a ton of UFO videos, um, mm. and basically how they're explained is that they don't have how do I explain this they, they move any which way and the, have you seen these videos of like obviously I'm sure you have of like fighter pilots like catching them on yeah. film right. so what are your thoughts on those yeah I'm still trying to you know figure that one out myself I don't know if I have a good thought on it I don't like to just you know you think they're real think, yeah basically in the broadest sense or do you think they're real yeah I think they're unidentified flying objects do I, okay. I, I think what you're asking is, do I think they're aliens? That was a very, that was a very, like, TV answer. No, no. <laughs> All very, right, I'll rephrase the no, question. That was no, a presidential I'll rephrase, answer. I'll rephrase the question. Do you think, do you think a species, because, I mean, that's what an alien is. It's just yeah. a species of an, of an organism. I don't even know if you'd call it an animal. Well, we don't even know what other species could look like. Maybe they're not like us. Maybe they're but, not like any organism but, we've seen. But continue. In, Outer, I don't know if it's called extraplanetary or outer planetary species has come in contact with our species. Uh-huh. You, you think that's happened? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Yeah. And so, you know, yeah, it's, per, it's possible. Sure. Um, and I know some people that are way smarter than me and, like, older than me that actually, like, are, you know, consider this a reality. Um, some smart people. Uh... I guess the thing that I always go back to is like when the United States is developing their um, stealth plane in, in the Cold War, how, you know, the Russians thought that UFOs were coming because they couldn't see these planes on radar, but they could see them. Right. Okay. okay. Got so, it. Well, they could, so you're saying they they could be aliens, but they also, wait, hold on. I think we have, we can't just discount the fact that, okay, we can't You're saying that could them. easily be a fucking different country's spy plane. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think okay. it, it could be aliens, sure. Right. But we can't just because we don't know what's going on, we can't just throw out all human interaction with that. I okay. that's that's my I my think point. we just do what we gotta do to sell some tickets. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. We gotta say whatever whatever it needs to be. Yeah. But um I mean the, I don't know, Ed, do you believe in UFOs? I mean I I believe there's gotta be. Do you I know so how big I. our fucking galaxy so is, I. dude? You know how I look at it? How do, how do you think an ant sees us? Like, not, not in, yes, in terms of physical size, sure. But in terms of, like, mental capacity. How do you think those dumb animals see us? <laughs> ants actually aren't that dumb. But, like, they're, like, they could, how their, their perception of us is probably our perception of a, of, a, of a different being that's way more intelligent than we are. Yeah. Like, we could look at certain things, like, we don't even know that they're there. You yeah. know? So for all, like, for all we know, They've been playing fiddle with us the whole time. Could be. You know, we're just playing in their world. But we don't know, right? We don't know. We we need to stick to math. And we're now we're diving into like 
A We're lot, diving yeah, into yeah. those those guys at the universities. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you're wearing. I, I wanted to pivot to one thing. You're wearing a field shirt. <laughs> oh, I totally forgot I was wearing this. <laughs> uh, even though we're sitting, you're, in, you're wearing that proudly too. <laughs> we're sitting in beautiful Chicago, Illinois. You are not sitting with Bears fans. Yeah, no. So, what do you think about the guy, man? What, where do you, where, where do you, where do you see the hey, team going? I'm, this I'm year? excited. All right, I don't discount. There until... was so much pain. I just want everyone to know there was so much pain in that. Yeah. Right <laughs> you know, I was somebody that you know I give I gave Trubisky a lot of shots, and uh, I generally think that as stupid as they seem. The general managers know more than we do. Fair. That's that's my that's my take. Do you like it. the new guy they just hired? I don't even remember his name. What is his name? <laughs> Couldn't tell you either. Couldn't tell you either. All the bears. All I know, all I know, is that he's young and GM. Uh, the, no, yeah. The co- yeah. Oh, GM. like GM too. Yeah. Right. They, the they coach got it. I yeah. I don't know about the coach. We'll see. I, I don't want it. Like I said, all I, I know is that the GM was a grinder. Ryan Poles. Ryan Poles. Ah, okay. The Kansas City guy, right? Wasn't he working with Kansas City? I believe so. Uh, Man, I haven't thought about this in a long time. I'm the type of person that uh, gets really invested, and I'm so invested in baseball right now. I don't think about anything else. Let's talk about that. You're a Sox fan, right? Yeah. There we go. What are your thoughts on the team right now? They were not good. Completely underwhelming (laughs) to what we thought. They're killing me. What are your thoughts? Let's let's get specific. I I still love watching them. So out of the three guys that were supposed to turn the tide of the franchise, Yoan, Luis, Eloy... I personally think that Yoan is never going to reach his full potential. I don't know if you feel the same way. And Eloy is an injury-prone motherfucker. Yeah. So out of those like new, out of those guys we traded all these pieces for, like Chris Sale, Jose mm-hmm. Quintana, like who, who do you think is like actually going to be the the legit guy to take this well, franchise? You got level? you got Kopech in that trade too. We did, which is huge. Yes, he's been great and this year. He's definitely Dylan, progressed. Dylan Cease. With the Jimenez trade. Yes, so you can't forget about those guys. Okay. Pitching is humongous. Um, I, I Robert, you know, he's, he can still be an MVP. I think Rob as yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Five-tool so, player for you sure. Know, um, this is a tough year for everybody. Uh, we got hit hard with those injuries. Man. That injuries. You see those really lineups at the beginning of the year? I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah, that's, I know. You know. That's another thing. Lineups. TLR. Oh, I think yeah. he's got to go. Yeah, personally. You know, I, yeah, I agree. He, he's on like I really on like Biden level old. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like I get it. I was great listening. fucking career, great fucking career, great manager. Yeah, man. Took the Cardinals to World Series. Yo, t- fucking thirteen home, years bro. ago. Go home. Your, your time is up, my man. I, I was, dude, we hired him after he got a DUI. I think the dude got a DUI. We hired him fucking the week no, after. You know what's the best? The cop. The the one thing they have recorded of it is he goes. Do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> that's all. Oh, that's flex. the worst. But Bro. I mean, no, he's got. So the, <laughs> when I was listening to the broadcast, uh, I was in the car listening to the game, and um, they were telling a story about you know something happened in the game. They're like, oh, you know, this hasn't happened since 1963 when the Kansas City A's were beat somebody, <laughs> and then <laughs> they're like, oh, and actually, Tony Larusso went 0 for two in that game. Like 1963, that can't be he possible. Was a, he was a I must be getting those dates wrong. <laughs> totally but I don't think I am. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was managing in the 80s. Yeah. He's he was a Sox manager in the 80s. Somebody, somebody fact check that, but it was definitely ridiculous. I mean, even if it's 73, that's ridiculous. No, I mean, dude, but I'm 80s. pretty sure it was 63. He's yeah. in his 80s, which okay. means he was then, born yeah, in like you're the early 60s. 40s. Have you seen the which video? Which would make sense. <laughs> yeah, that's fucked. Have you seen the video of him rushing 
uh, rushing the home plate when Jose <laughs> yeah. Abreu gets beamed in the head of the fastball. He runs like a, like, well, you'd move a Lego action figure. Yeah, it looked yeah. tough. Like, it looked very tough. Hey, man, but he's getting out there. He moves faster than Biden does. <laughs> we were to compare the two old guys. I want, I, I want a marathon race. I want, I want a one-mile lap around the track. Did you see Biden today, what he did? No. I heard he, he was... Stumbling, but he, he's, words, he but. stumbled, but he literally read like the teleprompter. Oh, he read it twice, he's, right? Yeah, he, no. So he he goes oh, through the message. Quote. It's like yeah, like end I quote, heard that. end quote, and repeat line. <laughs> yeah, he literally like probably the first time ever. A first of all, those things are so cool. I actually got to use one. So you know the, those prompters, right? Yeah. You can't you can't see any of the words until you're behind it, right? I got to use one of those. Really? For what? I was giving a speech my senior year of high school. And they had one of those. Oh, that's sick. What high school did you go to? Naples Central. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's like, I kind of say that with a low under. I can't really talk. I say that with a low under. Yeah, he went to Ignatius, which is yeah. the Catholic school equivalent of Naperville Central. Yeah, it's the most it's... expensive private school. In Whoa, so that was in... Loyola? Well, what about Loyola? Loyola's not in Chicago. Okay, true. So. I'll say this. Naples Central is a public school. So it, it was yeah, like for 80 bucks a year to go there. Uh, <laughs> and your football equipment was another 80. My <laughs> football equipment was 120. Okay. I remember distinctly because I had So to, $200. Because, okay, first of all, my family asking for, for anything on top of like what we were given was like, I was like, yeah, it's $120 for football. And they're like, why is it included? Yeah. I paid your school fees. I got <laughs> have to. That's crazy. Let me hand out there, coach. But the, the, the route here in Chicago, most people go. I feel like a lot of families go private just because it's. You really don't. If you're not in the selected prep schools in Chicago, you're just getting thrown. Dude, I feel like your I feel like that's is. a big city thing. That happens in the UK. Yeah. There's a lot of kids. If they can, you know, if you can afford it, they send them to private. Mm-hmm. And they talk about the parents talk about public school. First of all, the parents talk about public school over there. Like it's like like it's de- like degrading. Yes, yeah. like it's degrading. Yeah. And I'm like I'm like dude, I go to public school. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. but uh, it's obviously varies. But yeah, I think that's just a thing in big cities. Mm-hmm. Just by the dent, the sheer density of it. Yeah. yeah. You can't necessarily have that many public schools that are all on that on, on a good level baseline. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah. certainly with CPD and like even public schools up, up in the north side area, huge disparaging difference, huge in scores and all that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, with private, you at least know there's a the baseline's a little higher. Yeah, for sure. You know? But you obviously, know. you you gotta. <laughs> Talk about talk about going to high school in the middle of the fucking city because really <laughs> Ignatius is in an amazing yeah. location. Like that area since we were kids has exploded. That, oh, that, that area! I by, mean, well, there, first UIC. of all, Little Italy is is just an awesome. Oh, it's awesome, down there. Yeah, awesome area. he's right by. Sick. He's probably. But you're right. The South Loop has also really yeah. exploded, which is right right like just right. Of it. You're probably what ten minutes from United Center. And a drive? Uh, drive maybe yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I don't know if I've done it from, from Ignatius, but yeah. Uh, I mean, it was awesome. I took the train and the bus to school every day for bus from freshman to, to junior year. And then junior year when my sister started going with me. Got the car. She, she, well, no, I actually got the car senior year. Um, junior year, she she drive. She wanted to take the Metro, which oh. is... Which is, you know, I don't have a problem with it. It's just that we had to get a ride to the Metro first. I couldn't just, I could walk to the L. I was, you know, I always liked that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I can do this on my own. Take the L to school. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I took the L. I took the Metro. And then senior year, I drove. So that was, you know, I, that was a great experience. It's cool seeing people on the train. I think that's an awesome thing. Yeah. Right after you graduate eighth grade and then you get on and you see people from your grade school or other yeah. grade schools getting on the train going to other mm-hmm. high Because all the high schools are down there. You got... Well, at six, you guys, you, you, 
Chicago schools basically everyone kind of kind of commutes together. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Dang, man. That's it's one of the things that kind of throws you into adulthood too. Taking yeah. public transportation in the city, you feel like a fucking grown ass man mm. when you're doing that. I remember the same things. I took two buses to get the pads. Yeah. So I would take the Foster, the 92 Foster, to the 91 Austin. And it was like, honestly, total commute, like 45 minutes, when really, if I drove, it was like 15. But same thing as you. Mm-hmm. Freshman through junior year, I took the tr- uh, the bus, and then finally when I started driving, my mom kind of gave me the car. But... Yeah. But driving, I have to say, might have been, even though I, I really loved doing the, the L thing, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's half the time, mm-hmm. but... Uh, Lakeshore Drive to Lower Wacker was oh. my route. And oh, that's beautiful. Oh, just, I just, wow. every, I day. Never, every day? Every day. <laughs> never get enough of that. Yeah, that's Dude, incredible. I was driving out here the other day, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll go on Lakeshore Drive. And I was like, I haven't been on Lakeshore Drive in probably, honestly, a couple of years. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is fucking great. Yeah. I can't believe you had that every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Straight best. to Lower Wacker? Uh-huh. So you know your way around that thing, man. I, oh, I, it, you know, yeah, I, I used to really well, but I was driving around last weekend uh, I don't remember where They're I was doing going. all that construction <laughs> down there I, I got a little bit confused again so it it, it escapes you quickly mm-hmm. I, I think because I, I, I was down there and I was confused because obviously your GPS shuts off yeah and like but then I realized everybody else was confused because everyone else was like, you know, like <laughs> and I'm like you just switched lanes twice too yeah. like I mean I don't know you what we're doing gotta be careful down there plus these cars freaking fly they do <laughs> there's speed limit 55 no one goes at I'm not sure. I'm not sure where the cops would sit or pull you over if you were even down there. Dude, they have so many other problems to worry about (laughs) in the city that the last thing they care about. Yeah, when I see CPD, I'm like, you're not giving out traffic tickets. No, they don't fucking care. (laughs) They care about who's getting shot next. That was the one nice thing about the cow. We never had to worry about police. Yeah, we didn't. I never. I so I. U of I, nothing. Nah, never. I think you know, freshman. You've never been to U of I, right? I've been to U of I as a. Campus visitor. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, never as a late night goer. It was. I I definitely very missed something. Incredible. I definitely yeah. missed something. Incredible. But, you know, it is. What it, it is what it is. Actually, it is. I mean, you visit your sister there. I ain't partying down there. <laughs> you don't have to party. You just visit the campus. What the fuck am I doing there? <laughs> See the same life. Yeah, say what's up. She's your sister. It's family. Gotta check in. I'll just send her some money. <laughs> <laughs> your sister's at U of I. She's going to U of I this year, freshman okay. year. Nice. So. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. Um, I you think, could lose your way very easily yeah. there. Yep, yep. Very stay. fucking easily. Actually, if we could get into that, maybe I know you gotta. Oh, I'll stay for a while. Okay, but um, I can be late. Um, I mean, at a school like DeKalb at NIU, there's the population's a lot lower. Or it's impossible to get it's, lost. It's yeah. it's a very small bubble. Like even when you find your friend group, you're in a bubble. Like U of I, dude, is a whole different thing. Like kids there fucking Monday they're drinking and then Tuesday they gotta wake up at 9am to take a test and then Tuesday night they're drinking and then Wednesday they got like three projects due and then Thursday night they're drink- like yeah. they drink all the- like a lot more than what you saw was first of all just the you know mostly the fraternity culture yeah, yeah, yeah. and second of all you're visiting um, then everyone's gonna go out with you when okay, you're visiting fair okay. enough at the same time yeah there are people that are wild um they don't make it <laughs> you know yeah uh they have to do like an extra year or something i mean not i don't know it's but yeah going back to the dropout thing in your area right a lot of people in normal majors can do that okay sure right if you're a if you're a freaking comms major you can drink as much as you want i don't, I, I can't speak to those people i don't know i never <laughs> but i but i feel majors. like in, in aerospace <laughs> or areas like aerospace yeah 
Unless you're a psycho. <laughs> Which there are. You know, we've all met those guys. They can drink till 4 in the morning and then pass, it, pass the 9 a.m. test. Yeah. But I feel like that takes out like a good chunk of those people that dropped out. It's just like they just had a bad, they just woke up one day and realized they drank for half the semester and now they're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. I know people that they made it through in four years in aerospace or mechanical, but you know, their grades weren't as good and you know, grades don't matter to an extent, but at the same time, you know, you have to learn this stuff and you have to stay interested in it. And they've just kind of lost interest because they did bad in their classes and then it just kind of snowballs and you don't want to be one of those people. And, and your other point, too, was like you can't, you can't really just get by in these classes because mm. no. then you're just screwed later on. Yeah. And, I, and yeah, I, so I think, I, think, I think it makes sense. But what you were saying was is I would, my cousin was in Michigan, mm-hmm. computer engineering. So I was hanging out with those guys, right? And I'm like, I'd never been to like such a big school like that before yeah. in that area. First of all, it costs $65,000 a year to go to Michigan. For, yeah, out of state. Right. Like that's ridiculous. I think no, I, dude. I think in-state's still in the forties. That's insane. I, I, well, it's a little bit cheaper than U of I. Is it really? Because I thought you. Well, if, if you're in-state going to Michigan and in-state going, I just remember knowing the fact. Maybe it's changed, but I just this always pissed hey, me first off. First of all, U of I, U of I Illinois. It's pretty expensive. University yeah. of Illinois has the highest in-state tuition in the country out of any. If you're in. Really, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Really. Wow. Yeah. Now that might have changed since my freshman year, but that was always something that bugged me. And I, yeah, that would fucking oh, bug bugged me, me too. It bugged me too because I was uh, sitting there like, I can't afford that. That's yeah. just, just yeah. no way. Most people, you'll notice one thing about NIU guys, they don't go there because they want to go there. They go there because it's the cheapest fucking option. Well, it's two things at NIU. That, what you just said, yeah. cheap option, or they had nowhere else they could get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> I mean, it's just a fact. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is their one and done, or mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know. But last resort. <laughs> I there's something to be said about going to a school like that. Yeah. It, we talked. We had an entire episode where we talked about like Big Ten schools. Yeah. What your, it really your guys, is like. like, you think you, what you guys don't understand about our schools is that like like what Eddie was saying is like if you have a you have a click mm-hmm. of at most probably like unless you're in a fraternity obviously but even then you have a click fifteen people right mm-hmm. at most right mm-hmm. over there you have multiple clicks. Of 15, 20, 50 people. That's, yeah. There's that something true. to do. If one if one uh, set of friends isn't doing anything one night, another set of friends is. And if that set of friends not doing anything, well, two other guys, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you guys always have it's options. It's a great practice of self-control. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> when, you're trying yeah. to, when you got a test. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's something that there. actually, I mean, everybody struggled with that, at least that I was, you know, friends with. I mean, everybody struggled with that, including myself. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't think about, like, I mean, I'm sure you guys did too, even though there might not have been as many people. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it was wild. When I was going there, I uh, knew people from all, from everybody I knew, like, different groups, you know, grade school, people I played sports with. Yeah, mm-hmm. People from, from, college, or from high school, and, you know, I just knew all these people already. And then, right, of course, I met in, more people. Yeah. So that is... A good thing in some ways, maybe a bad thing in other ways. Mm-hmm. You're, you're. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you. So you didn't join the. You did, were you in a fraternity on campus? I did. So I actually waited a semester to join. I did a okay. Um, spring rush. Spring rush, which is unusual at. Well, I don't know if it's unusual, but it's not. It's a different normal. set of rules over there for that type of it's, stuff. It's it's right? different. So yeah, most people go first, and I wasn't sure I wanted to do a fraternity. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fair. But I really. Uh, I thought that I could, you know, be, control myself 
sure. but yeah. still hang out with these guys sure. that I really wanted to be friends with yeah. outside of the engineering yeah. uh, field. I mean, most of your friends are nuttos. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you this, and having, having those friends really helps you out, I think, later on. Yeah. It's because you got to think about this. Think of your engineering buddies or not even engineering, but people you knew in engineering that really didn't have many friends. Like there's, there's a, there's number one, social health wise, that's a big thing that would make, especially in like, I, I can, our industry is very similarly, all three of ours where it's like, you get to a point where you work a lot, yeah, you know, and that becomes hard, mm-hmm. but if you build a little circle for yourself, number one, it's like skills in general, but number two, like you, you keep your sanity, yeah, yeah, so yeah, especially right. in your area, man, you can get lost in that math, <laughs> yeah, you can get yeah. lost in the sauce real fast. Hey, I like getting lost in it sometimes, but you're right. But I do, <laughs> oh, that I do type of lost come. in the sauce, I, yeah. I enjoy. But I do yeah. need to come back, uh, come back to Chicago, you know, and hang out with you guys for sure. <laughs> what are What are your plans like future? So, do you want to stay in the city, or does, is your work going to take you elsewhere? Uh, likely elsewhere. Okay. Um, so yeah, I guess we can get back to what I was talking about with all these new companies. I mean, there's companies 3D printing rockets now, so they can make that's, them cheaper. Yeah, that's there's companies, wow. and you know, most of the most of the technology now too is not really like, it's not really as exciting as it's. It's like they're revolutionizing the um, manufacturing, the production process. side of yeah. things. Because yeah. you know, every rocket was handmade at NASA. Yeah, it's like how do we mass produce a hundred of these? Yeah, they the they built yeah. the thing to hold the rocket. This just this single one, and then they built another one to do this other thing. Where you know they want to do an assembly line. You know it's like Henry Ford stuff going on right now, and but different but people, rockets. Everybody's trying to do different things. <laughs> yeah, you got the three D printing guys. You got the guys that had their own different type of uh, manufacturing process, and all these companies doing these kinds of things. Yeah, so those are all um, mostly out west, okay. southwest. Um, nice areas. Yeah, Texas has got a little bit of stuff. Perfect and. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit in the southeast and, you know, it's all on the coast. That's where people launch rockets. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and the, the Southern California thing, I think, has to do a lot with not only the launching, but that whole area where people are excited about. Dude, it's tourism. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I guess, yeah, it's a You can watch, you can, you can, you can buy houses at some point. You'll be able to buy houses in Southern California where it's like, oh, we actually have if uh, a perfect view of this launch point and they oh, launch rockets every you know whatever that's, that's actually a really good point. and, and now that. you can have a little dinner party on your on your balcony yeah. by your pool you like invite to all the guests over yeah. you know you know you, you know that they're launching like three rockets that day or whatever yeah. like yeah. hey let's kick back and, and, and watch some yeah. rockets launch who needs to go to nasa you can just watch in your background yeah i mean i mean that's probably true i was getting more to the fact that the silicon valley thing oh yeah now these companies you know they need more than just rocket scientists they need people doing other things like ai and computer, the software and thing. computer hardware and things like that but yeah that i mean i don't know how, how much of that's going on but i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't doubt see it. i'm just thinking like see this is why this is why yeah. i need the engineer people because then i can i can like take what they're doing and <laughs> yeah. just like how do we make this a constant funnel of cash <laughs> <laughs> I see green, yeah. you see the rocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's there are some companies in the Midwest that do, um, you know, satellite type things. Mm-hmm. I think that's where you want to be out, though, out, out on the yeah, coast. it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah. And yeah, that, I was actually, one of my professors, or one of the, yeah, was talking about this. And, you know, he, re- he he's working really hard. He has, like, a satellite um, stuff that he works with and researches, but he's trying to get it separated from the university. Entirely. He, no, no, he wants... He wants to get students staying in Illinois. There's so, I mean, all these aerospace engineers come through U of I. 
they go through you know Michigan and other, and they just Dip. they're gone. Yeah. That's why you know everybody's all these engineers are leaving. He's trying, and I, a lot of people are, and I think it's the right thing to do. Really trying to keep everyone here and kind of build something here, but right now it's not. So well, why sorry. does that serve <laughs> the greater yeah. purpose? Uh, how does that serve you as an individual if You're you stay in Illinois? If the real money is made. And progress is oh, made out right. there. No, no. What's I mean, the point of wasting not, all this time? It's not necessarily for me. It's for the next generation. Got it. You know, guys. As you know, Champagne has a satellite company now where you lots of Illinois people. That's what he's trying to do. That kind of stuff. Got right? it. Got it. So, you know, yeah, you know, the Illinois is losing money. <laughs> all these yeah. engineers leaving. <laughs> I guess Illinois just loses money in general. I how yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, we, we, we've been over that, too, Yeah, uh, how bad that is. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. This is not necessarily a state that – I mean, I'm going to stay here for a while, but this isn't necessarily – if you have opportunities – It's not the be-all, end-all. If you have opportunities, yeah. you should take them. And, uh, you know what, even in a place like California, right? California's just way worse, right? Yeah, no, way it worse. It's $7 a gallon for gas over there, you know? But there's something to be said about, okay, well – I wake up to 70 degree weather every day. It rains maybe once a month. Like, it's beautiful out here. Yeah. All the time. You know? Yeah, I mean, I would love to live in Chicago again. And For I want, sure. I, I love it here. Yeah. This is a place where It's your I, home. It's your home. I'd like to raise my family. But I'm also very excited, you know, even if there weren't all jobs outside of one. Well, five, I well, still, five years yeah, I, I need to. Yeah. I need to go out and explore. For sure. And I live somewhere else for a while. I'm excited to do that. Yeah. I feel that, man. Yeah. I think I think that's perfect. Yeah. That's a good spot to wrap yeah, up. You guys, you guys are awesome, man. You really, it. you've gotten the hang of this. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Yeah. You know, and honestly, we just want to have, you know, like like I said, fun, cool conversations, mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes. But it's been an absolute pleasure, honestly, yeah. having you on. Thanks I've learned a lot. Uh, and, you know, we'll probably have you on soon. Sure. Make the move down here. Hey, anytime you have a uh, science question. Catch a socks game. Yeah, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll yeah, get let's you. catch a socks game for sure. Let's do a socks game. Dude, they're game, cheap. 100%. I was looking. I they clearly, I know they're doing bad if I haven't even been watching. Hey, yeah. the season's halfway over. All right, there's still time. All right, they're only like six and a half games out, right? Yeah, we're not in a good division, but, my friend. So that, that's the good thing, right? <laughs> You're six and a half games back. The All-Star race is coming we, up. We never make a... Plenty of time we, to catch up. We, we haven't made the playoffs three years in a row in a very long time. So let's see if we can make it happen. Well, wild card game? Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, thanks again to right, Tim. Appreciate you being on. It's been episode number 37 of The Shetty Show. Catch us out on the IG and the TikTok, S-H-E-D-D-Y-S-H-O-W. You know the drill. Follow Tim. What's your uh, Instagram? I am not on Instagram. Are you on we anything? We keep things undercover here, all right? We're NASA I'm... contracts, <laughs> NDAs. I'm, yeah, Tim's getting arrested, actually. Is this FBI agent yeah, standing yeah, yeah, outside yeah. our balcony waiting to arrest So you, you don't have anything you want to I'm, plug? No, no, Nothing? I'm really off social media. Right. I have a LinkedIn, <laughs> All right. which I don't really use much anymore. But Got it. Well, that was Tim. Thanks for listening. Shiv, any final thoughts? Happy birthday. Appreciate it. What? It's your birthday.